Hello again, friends, and welcome to another fine edition of 151. My name is Adam, and this is a special Side Jobs edition of the show. Before we get to our guest, want to remind you that uh, 151theshow.com is the primary source of where you can get all our cool information and all that. Uh, but don't forget, we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at 151theshow. And you can listen to us on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, newly added to TuneIn and Spotify, and a whole mess of other platforms. You can also find us on YouTube as well. Again, if you missed any of that information, head over to 151theshow.com and it will show you the way. Joining me on the line today, he is the editor-in-chief of GameZone.com. His name is Cade Onder. What's going on, Cade? Oh, it's just a very boring Sunday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> for those uh, for those uh, people that may not know a lot about GameZone, let's start there and then we'll dive into some of the video game news. Tell us a little bit about GameZone.com. So it's it's you know it's kind of in the name. It's, it's it's a zone for games. Really? Um, <laughs> yeah. No uh, sh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's great. We we really got the marketing down. Um, the you know you go there for your news on games, trailers, announcements, drama, all that kind of stuff. Reviews, editorials, you know everything you want from like a video game website. We we've pretty much got it covered. Except uh, World of Warcraft. Except World of Warcraft, I'll, I'll admit. <laughs> I don't keep up with that. <laughs> Sorry, that's an off-the-air uh, conversation we were having. Um, no, it, it is a uh, it's a cool, easy-to-use website. Looks like you guys got pretty much everything covered. You're editor-in-chief of this thing. How many writers do you guys have for this website? So it's, it's just me as full-time i have one freelancer okay and then uh i have a guy who who used to be the former editor-in-chief many many years ago who also helps me out with uh like reviews and stuff from time to time and then um every now and then you know especially like in the fall season i'll bring in a couple of other people to kind of help me carry the load okay. with all those other big games and stuff that usually come out so uh it looks yeah. like uh gamezone.com is where you can find all the links to uh twitter facebook and uh, all of that stuff yeah uh, let's uh you know what Cade? let's dive into this um the big story it looks like right now is the fortnite versus the apple app store and uh was it uh, was google play a part of this as well yeah okay i'll set you up with what i kind of know of this whole thing um yeah. the other day i saw a headline that it, it was something around the uh area of fortnite sets perfect trap for apple app store or something along those lines Pretty i was much. like I was like, yeah. what is going on here? So It's crazy. Okay, fill us <laughs> in. What's going on with uh, Fortnite versus Apple? Off the top, like, Apple or uh, Fortnite Epic Games, the developer of Fortnite, is suing uh, Apple, which is crazy. Yeah. It's, it's unprecedented. Like, <laughs> I, I can't think of any, like, actual major lawsuits against that company that have, like, you know, gained some real traction. I'm sure there have been plenty, but, you know, like... It's this is big. Um, it's probably reason, always been like third party developers or something. Yeah, exactly. Like that, right? Yeah. Small yeah. time, small fish. Yeah. No, nothing of this this scale. Um, and the reason is Epic has a very big bone to pick with like a lot of platform holders. I, I don't think they're going to go after like Microsoft and Sony because okay. that would be killing themselves basically at that point. But when you buy something on the app store pretty much any app store whether that's xbox the app store on apple or google play those platform holders take 30 percent 
of the profits. Big and surprise. that's a pretty sizable margin, you know, for, for companies that are bringing in billions and billions of dollars. Like, it probably feels like a drop in the bucket, but still, that's still all this money that they could have. Yeah. And I, I think it's less about them and more about changing the way this works for everyone else. But th- the way this, this worked is that Epic decided to be kind of shady and they just announced this new payment model for Fortnite, where you can buy their little coins or whatever they have in the game okay and the money goes 100 percent to epic i'm not sure exactly how that worked but it was a way where you could buy it directly through them and no one else got any of the money by doing that they could actually make the coins in the game cheaper to buy because they didn't have to, you know, account for the cut that they would give Apple or whoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, within hours of that announcement, Apple pulled Fortnite off the App Store and then Google did the same. And pretty much immediately, uh, Epic Games was ready with a, like a 65 page lawsuit. So they were preparing for this. Like they were ready. They knew something then, was going to happen. Oh, yeah. And okay. They, they've always, like I said, had a bone to pick with like Apple and stuff. They, they really do not like it. So I think this was like a very coordinated move to like screw Apple. And um, after they did that, they announced a little lawsuit on their Twitter. I've never heard of companies announcing lawsuits on Twitter, but, you know, <laughs> whatever. It's new. They then went into Fortnite and started screening the 1984 Macintosh ad. Have you ever seen it? Is that the is that the one where uh it, it's like someone running through a like a dystopian future type thing yeah. or something? Yeah, 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 and yeah, then yeah. They throw something at the screen and it yeah, breaks yep. and they're like freed. Yeah, so they started screening a Fortnite version of that ad where it's a Fortnite character basically saying F- Apple. <laughs> and it was like I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the the little parody, basically, it says hashtag free Fortnite. And basically what Epic Games is looking to do here is eliminate or lessen the cost of the takes that all these other companies pull from not only Epic Games, but from everyone. Because yeah. it is... A monopoly on iOS, especially because you can only buy stuff through iOS. On PC, you can go to Steam, the Epic Game Store, UPlay, all these different places. You can get your games. On iOS, you only have one one place to go. So basically, they're like, this is a monopoly, and it shouldn't be allowed. So uh, especially because like Amazon gets special treatment and stuff. There's all these weird like things that like this isn't fair. Okay, let me. Uh... Because I don't play Fortnite and I don't have the app. I'll put it to you like this. Fortnite is kind of like Doctor Who to me. Where I'm fa- <laughs> okay. No, I'm fascinated by reading about it, but I yeah. don't watch it a ton and I don't play it. That's fair, yeah. I'm because I'll tell you this. Uh, when they shut down their servers to kind of reset thing, what was that, late last year? Oh, when the game like was gone? Yeah, that yeah. was the most brilliant piece of marketing I've seen done it in really a long, long time. It's a really fascinating game. Like they do some weird that like that no one would ever dare to do. Like, uh, do you remember when Christopher Nolan had his trailer for Tenet? Yes, and they showed it in Fortnite before anything else. That's mind blowing. <laughs> well, there was that. There was the Star Wars uh, uh, yeah. Rise of Skywalker. Is that the one? 
Yeah, yeah. But anyways, uh, going back to the app, so what are you actually doing with this? Is it just an app to like buy in-game currency? What, well, what, what is I, the point of the app? So you can play the game on your phone. Oh, you can? Yeah, like it's on everything. Okay. They've figured out. It's crazy. I, I was surprised when it made I mean, like I guess PUBG and stuff is on there too, but like – yeah, like the entire game is on there and you can play with people on Xbox on your phone and stuff. Like it's a very Boy. accessible game. Well, I just showed um, my age there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so you can do the whole thing right there on your phone. Yeah, it, oh. it is well, Fortnite. And um what's interesting about this is Fortnite does these seasonal things where every couple of months they, yeah. they add big new content or event or something yeah and that's about to happen their new one's about to happen and it's rumored to be like marvel themed i'm, I'm not sure if that is what's going to happen but i think i saw like captain america skins and stuff but yeah i thought i did too basically the ios and probably i assume google versions are not going to get that because they can't be updated now you can still have it on your phone you know, like Flappy Bird. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Kate. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. it. You little <laughs> sh. <laughs> it's, it's like that, but it can't be updated anymore. So whatever happens, basically, Epic Games is losing a, a big portion of their audience doing this. Whether or not this actually works for them, and that Apple concedes, uh, remains to be seen. But um, it's that, a big, big move. That's insane. So, what do you think is the next step of this? Do they, does this make it all the way to court? Is it, you know, like the, uh, uh, on the radio show, uh, I've been talking to my movie guy and, uh, there was this stuff about AMC and Universal, yeah. you know, button heads yeah. and they are now kind of in bed together. Yeah. Is there something like this in the future of Fortnite along with, uh, Apple and Google or where are we heading with this? I, I don't know because I think it would be a big mistake for apple to just not let fortnite on their platform like that brings in big money like yeah. big big money you think of all the kids who like have their parents credit cards stored on there they oh, just Jesus. go wild yeah um, a weird market to lose but at the same time I, I think in the lawsuit it said like epic games is not seeking any sort of special treatment this needs to be like a universal thing for everyone so they're essentially the ones who drew the line yeah and it seems like you know because they they hold the cards in a way they hold enough of the cards i guess i should say they don't hold all of them but they can be like they can definitely be the ones that make a push um whether or not like any legal action gets involved i think it's still like a big publicity thing okay. that anyone will look at apple and google and all these other platform holders and be like Maybe we should be thinking about this or, you know, there should be, I think maybe other developers like bigger ones will okay. maybe think about it. And, you know, you can see something happen within the next year. I think, I don't know if that'll happen, but I think it's a possibility. You got to think that they're, if you're downloading it through there, you, you would almost think that they that epic would have a way to download it just straight from their website you know onto your phone yeah like to circumvent the app stores and just hey go to the website and you can download the app here i feel like that would be like more something that you could do with like google and android but ios is such like a locked thing yeah, they're so apple is so protective of their phones and stuff their computers that they have to like single-handedly pretty much approve everything like they are very you know 
the whole thing of Apple yeah. is like the prestige, the premium. You know, they don't want that ability to just be able to download anything. Well, on there. that I'll tell you this, and this will show my age again, but I can remember. <laughs> No, I'm serious. When, uh, you know, iPhones and iPads and stuff started coming out, it was a status yeah. symbol. Yeah, exactly. And they've, I think they want to keep that, if I was yeah. to guess. But I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that it's not as cool for someone to say I have the new iPhone as it was 10 years ago. That yeah, they've lost some of like, that momentum, right? Yeah, I think within like the first, you know, couple of months, that's probably a cool thing to say. But everyone's kind of like you watch a YouTube video if you're interested enough to seeing what's new. And you're like, OK, I'll get that when like it's reasonable for me. Yeah. But um, I do remember like the big lines, like it was an event when a new iPhone dropped. And now since they're yearly, you know, it's kind of like, OK, you know, I know I'll a guy. I know uh, uh, a guy uh, that used to work in the company I was with. He would pay people to go stand in line to get the new iPhone for uh, no no <laughs> shit. he would uh he would do it and just so he could say he has a new iPhone yeah so okay so uh Kate Onder from uh gamezone.com the editor-in-chief of the website joining me on the uh, line right now we're talking about uh Fortnite versus Apple and and all of this uh epic uh lawsuit stuff where do you think this is go do you think epic has a chance of uh getting i guess changing the way all of this is done or are they willing to say hey we're going to get a lot of press out of this but with what we bring in on the other platforms we'll be okay they'll definitely be okay regardless uh you know epic has their own store too on pc they have the epic game store and that's kind of where this comes from okay they sell other people's games on there too and uh, it's like steam but they only take like a 12 percent cut and five percent of that just goes to like hosting it and like you know technical stuff okay but then the other seven percent is direct profits to epic so, I mean, that that's a pretty fair deal, and a lot of developers have kind of gone like, okay, we'll, you know, put our game on your service, but not on Steam, because we're going to get a bigger take. Yeah. Well, there's a business side really to it. Yeah, exactly. So, they've been kind of setting the groundwork for this for a while, and, you know, Epic will be fine, whether it's through Fortnite or a lot of their... Uh, a lot of video games run on the Unreal Engine, which okay. is their proprietary engine that games are built on. They just showed off, I think it was Unreal Engine 4 or 5, which other one is newest. And that'll be using PlayStation 5 to power a lot of games. Oh, they, they had this like almost Tomb Raider-y looking demo uh, a couple months ago. So they're uh, going to be just fine is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. Like, it's <laughs> they'll be fine. Yeah. But what's interesting is the uh, I don't know if you heard about this, but I think it was two weeks ago. Donald Trump uh, pushed to he put an executive order out to basically axe dealings with the company that owns TikTok. Yeah, I, then, I heard about it. But I'll be honest with you. The uh, the meme that sums it up best for me is the Morgan Freeman Shawshank Redemption. I don't give a yeah well like it, i didn't i was like F tiktok i don't really care but like uh, <laughs> but the, what interested me at first is it's been since clarified that this won't be the case but there was another company that was thrown in with this called tencent and they have like a major stake in like pretty much all of the big video game companies okay uh they had a 40 percent stake in epic games oh wow or they still do 
and they own 100% of Riot Games, who do League of Legends and Valorant and all those other big games. Okay. And PUBG and Call of Duty and stuff. So everyone was like, holy if Donald Trump is going after these guys, are video games like done? Like, <laughs> what's going on? This is clarifying that that won't be the case, but uh, it was definitely concerning for a second because it was like, if Epic Games goes, a lot of video games are going to have to really rethink themselves, which would have been interesting. You're but, just, you're oh, just yeah. looking forward to 2020's October, what, what it has in plan for us. So Yeah. Oh, God, I can't imagine what the world would be like without video games. That's that what, would be uh, scary. <laughs> that, that's what it really does start hitting the fan. Uh, Kate I wouldn't o- have a job. <laughs> well, that would be bad. Uh, Kate Onder <laughs> from uh, GameZone.com joining me on the line right now. So uh, people will be able to keep up on Fortnite uh, news over at GameZone, right? Yeah, well, uh, okay. we've been keeping very close eye on it because it's, it's definitely the most interesting thing to happen probably in video games this year. Okay. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll be keeping a very close eye on that. Uh, moving uh, down the uh, way of your website, just looking at some of the big headlines. One that sticks out to me because I've been waiting for this stupid game to come out since Christmas. Marvel's Avengers. Yeah. What's going on there? So they just had a beta. I think it's going for like most of this month, honestly. Like, uh, they had one last weekend. They have one this weekend, and then I'm pretty sure next weekend they'll have at least one more. Okay. Um, it's. A lot of people have their complaints with it. There are some issues. It's a beta. It comes out in less than a month, so I mean, take that how you will. Yeah. But um, I mean, it's a very ambitious game, and you've played it, right? The, yeah, I played it. Uh, okay. Out of the gate, like it's definitely lives up to that Marvel brand of the ambitious set pieces with all those like, great heroes and stuff within that first mission where. Uh, Basically, there's a celebration for the Avengers called Avengers Day, and then a big like terrorist attack happens on the Golden Gate Bridge, and they go to stop it. And it's actually a distraction while the villains destroy like all of San Francisco, and oh, then wow. Captain America dies. Well, uh, why'd you spoil it for us? It's the first like 20 minutes of the game. Jesus Christ, <laughs> Cade. Here I am it's sitting in, to wait for this stupid game to marketing. come out. It's in the trailer. I'm going to fire it up and be like, hey, Cap dies here in 10 minutes. Be ready. <laughs> Get the popcorn, honey. It's, no. it's, it's literally been like the thing they've been pushing about the game. Because like the foundation of the game is like that is the event that okay. disbands the Avengers. And then they have to come back together. Okay. Uh, Does Cap so. come back as a zombie or what? Well, the interesting thing is they have, like, you know, the skins in the game so you can change people's costumes. Okay. Every, like, time they've been like, and here's this skin pack. They put one for Captain America in there. And you're like, I thought he's dead. Like, obviously he's coming back. Like, yeah, <laughs> they're not doing a good job of, like, making It's like, you know, how at the end of Avengers Infinity War, you're like, oh, everyone's dead, but they're definitely coming back. I kind of feel uh, there's two things I think about with this game. One, I feel like it's the last kind of big game that'll come out on PS4. Yeah. And there's part of me that's like, if it's this big, why don't you just wait till PS5 to put it out? It'll be on there. I I, I know, but why didn't why wasn't it just gonna be? Let's just put it out on PS5, so when people see this, they're gonna need to buy both. I imagine like part of it is like, well, there's just a big install base here, and if like you know, you can get anyone to buy a Marvel game. It's, yeah. it's got Avengers on it. Anyone will buy it. 
and most people have access to an Xbox or a PlayStation, like a current one. Yeah. So I imagine just like it's a business decision of, okay, well, it makes sense for us to capitalize on the current install base. Okay. But I wouldn't be surprised if over time you stop seeing this version of the game get updated and they're like, well, we just don't have the power. So go to the PlayStation 5 version to see it continue to expand. Okay. That's where you um, get your DLCs and all that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Now I got to buy a PS5. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I, I, because I played uh, Warcraft so much over the last couple years, I, I didn't get a PS4 until, God, probably about two or three years ago. Yeah. And I, I just, I, I wasn't a big console guy. Now that I have it, then they're like, okay, PS5's coming out. It's like, you s- <laughs> <laughs> There's really like, it's, it's really, if you don't get in that first two or three years, you're kind of just like, well, there might be a new one coming like really soon. You, it really uh, is that. Is you always, don't, Like for me, yeah. my birthday and Christmas are right next to each other. So Thanks. I could always do the, hey, just give me this for both the birthday and Christmas. Yeah, yeah exactly. And you don't know if you want to waste it at that point. It's like, ah, boy, if yeah. I waste it on this PS4, that PS5 might be coming out next year. So. Yeah. Good thing is that uh, usually like it's usually hard to get. Uh, like a PlayStation or an Xbox when they first come out because there's such limited quantity. Yeah. But the rumor is Sony wants to have 10 million PlayStation 5s on shelves this holiday season. Oh, wow. Because uh, they're like, the demand is there. Like, usually they, they have like 5 million. They've doubled it because they're like, we need <laughs> well, that it, stock. That and uh, from what I've kind of heard, maybe you can tell me for sure, the uh, the pricing of it isn't that insane mm-hmm. to where you can have, you know, let's do double what we did last time. And we know people are going to buy it because the price point is there. Yeah, it, they haven't locked down a price yet. And the rumor is for Xbox, it's going to be $600. No one knows if that's for sure yet. You, you'll probably know by the end of the month okay? because uh, they need to start figuring it out Yeah, because they're coming out in November. And the uh, PlayStation 5, like the cost to manufacture it is like 450 bucks. And a lot of times consoles are sold at a loss, but, you know, they could maybe go to 500 if they wanted to. Okay. But I, I don't see them going over 500 unless they're really ballsy. Like, okay. well, <laughs> but let me ask yeah. you this. If you had to pick one of them. And this, I, and if this puts you in a corner because you, you know, you work for a, a review site. If you were going to buy one of them, which one would you buy? Like, if you had like hands, hands down, the PlayStation Five. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I had a buddy that he's a actually Justin who usually uh, hosts a show with me. He is, you know, he's always been a PlayStation guy or Nintendo, and all of a sudden, in a couple weeks ago, he was saying, "I think I'm going to buy the new Xbox." I'm like, "Why now?" <laughs> at, at what point did you go you know what i'm just hopping off this whole playstation thing and yeah and like, he had i've his... always been an xbox guy but like they since they delayed halo and stuff like i'm just like you're not selling me on this like it's gonna be really expensive <laughs> and you don't have like any games out the gate that i'm like yeah i yeah. can only get that on the new xbox like okay. everything is gonna be on xbox one so i'm like i have no reason to go out okay. and really get it i will but like 
don't get me wrong. I'm going to go buy it, but I'm going to do it. But yeah. <laughs> uh, Kate Onder from uh, GameZone.com joining me on the line right now. Let's wrap up with uh, or uh, wrap up the uh, the Avengers talk. It, was the game fun when you played it in beta? Yeah, like I, I think it's going somewhere really interesting. I, I like the story, okay. uh, at least at its at its core, and I, I really hope to okay. hope it grows on me much more. Uh, it's got really cool set pieces and stuff that you'd expect from a Marvel movie, which I like. And then the gameplay is pretty, you know, every hero feels very diverse, which is great for a game like that. You don't want anyone to feel too similar to each other. Um, okay. The only thing I don't like is that it has that Destiny vibe where oh. you have to get loot and stuff. But like, whereas Destiny, when you get a cool piece of loot, you get that kind of serotonin yeah. in you and you're like, oh, that's cool color. Or, like, it looks cool on me. They, they don't have that in this game. Every piece of loot is like something to do with under your skin, like your ribs or your biceps. Oh, and it's bizarre. Like, I'm like, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this. Like, it's really only there to like boost your level and so okay. that they can lock off content for you until you're high enough level. So there's a grind, so you have to keep playing, which I'm not. Is it kind on. of, a, is it open world at all? Or the you, you have little bigger worlds that you go between okay. and then you can kind of do a little bit of exploration within them but not in the sense of like a spider-man or anything okay. like that well i really like that spider-man that, that spider-man game is great and i'm really excited for the one coming out on playstation that's that's why i was like i'll get the playstation 5 so i can play the new spider-man game that's a direct seek uh the, the miles morales one is a direct sequel to the Spider-Man one that ca- just came out, right? Yeah, it's not Spider-Man two, but it's like a continuation of yeah. that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you you got the Miles was in the end of yeah. Spoiler alert, everybody. Miles was in the end of the last Spider-Man game, so it's just yeah. branching off that, correct? Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, let's finish up with uh, Halo today. Halo uh, 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 Infinite. Yep. Officially delayed to 2020 due to COVID. How did the hell did this happen? You'd think. With everybody stuck at home right now, you'd be like, you know what? Let's put this thing out, and I bet it sells like gangbusters. I don't think it's a they would. I think they really wanted to. That's part of the reason why, like the PlayStation Five is doubling its units because they're like everyone's stuck at home. Everyone wants something to play. Let's get more PlayStations out there. This was a cause of, well, they just can't do the high level production of Halo at home. You know, they they're they're all stuck at home, and the. The wheels are not turning with the way that they need them to be turning. Okay. And so, you know, I don't know if you saw the demo last month that they showed for the first time, but the visuals on it were just like the Xbox Series X, the new one, is supposed to be the most powerful console ever made. You could not tell me that by showing me that Halo demo. Like, it, it was pretty embarrassing. Oh, that's too bad. Because Halo's such that's one of those franchises that's storied at this point. Yeah. There's it's, been it's so much legendary. with it. Yeah. So to and hear that you like <laughs> like you know what? It's right up there with uh, Elon Musk when uh, they uh, yeah, it's shatterproof glass and he shatters yeah. it on stage in front <laughs> yes, of everybody. Exactly that. Exactly that. Yeah, it was sad because I mean, they've only launched one Halo game alongside of a new Xbox like the same day. Uh, and that was the first Halo. Okay. Uh, and so to go back to that with this game, and we're going to be like, okay, we're going to have a new Xbox and a new Halo. Like, everyone was so hyped for that. And they had been pushing this for a couple of years now, that that was going to be what they did. 
Okay. And, you know, now they have a new Xbox coming out, and they doubled down. They're like, yes, we're still releasing it this year. And everyone was like, maybe you just shouldn't. Like, (laughs) (laughs) uh, (laughs) so it was, you know, disheartening because that was kind of like, I was like, you know, there's not too much pushing me to get the new Xbox, but I would like to play Halo. It'll be on everything, on every Xbox, uh, Xbox One and Series X, but... I, I was like, the best place to play it will be Series X, so why don't I? And then I yeah. saw that, and then I saw a delay, and I'm like, man, I, I don't even f- care. Like, <laughs> At this point, who gives a yeah, uh, did, did they say when it's going to come out in 2021? They did not. Ooh, um, that's not good. Which is interesting, because you know, I think summer would be a good time for them if they can get it out by then. I hope they're yeah. not rushing it, but like summer is usually a pretty good window. Like The Last of Us did really well this summer. Yeah, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, that other PlayStation game, did incredibly well. I think if they could like really sneak something in there in the summertime, it'd be great. But what's really frustrating is the new Xbox, it's not launching with any new exclusives. Halo was the only exclusive they had this year. They don't even have a Forza game, the car game. They don't have that this year. They don't have anything. (laughs) They can't even be like, well, at least we got the car game. I'm like, you don't even have that. I don't know. Like, it's it's a mess. I I was going to say, are they just releasing the new Xbox because PlayStation's got something new coming out? I'd have to imagine. Like, it's... I mean, like, I, I'm pretty sure they announced the Xbox would be coming out this holiday before PlayStation, but I'm sure they just knew. Like, yeah. it's not hard to guess with these patterns usually. Like, yeah. it was about time. Okay. So I feel like, though, they would just be better off just waiting. Like, <laughs> Yeah, get all the bugs worked out. Yeah, exactly. Like, they have no reason to drop it right now. I mean, I guess... The only reason I can see it happening, I think they would consider a delay, but the problem is they've made so many deals and commitments to developers yeah. and stuff that are like, you know, marketing deals where, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, Assassin's Creed will play best on Xbox. Like, they have to do it now. Yeah. But it, it's definitely like a weird situation for them to be in. And mm-hmm. it, it's, it's even weirder because they kind of had a head start on PlayStation. Like they've been thinking about this for a long time after they messed up Xbox one that, you know, they should have had this in the bag, (laughs) but everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. And that's why they call it 2020. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's unfortunate for everyone. You know what? Maybe they should just call it the Xbox series 2020. They should at this point. It'll it'll be uh, historical. It's a mess. Uh, Kate under the editor in chief of GameZone.com on the uh, line with me. Uh, as we wrap up, what do you guys got coming up here uh, in the next uh, week or two? Next week or two is, you know, outside of, like, news and stuff, it's it's pretty dead. I won't lie. <laughs> there, there's not well, a don't... lot of games. Well, <laughs> I was going to ask you what you're working on, but it doesn't sound like mine. No, not really. I mean, like, during these kinds of times, I try to... Uh... I try to do like editorial pieces on okay. stuff that's somewhat relevant. So I'll probably have some like commentary on Xbox okay. and PlayStation and maybe like some general informal pieces, like, okay. you know, just trying to inform people, you know, like a buying guide for Xbox and stuff. Well, don't probably forget, don't forget the uh, one that always comes out around Christmas. Here's the top 10 games you should buy this Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. We're always doing that every year. Yeah. I, I don't like doing them, but, you just well, have it, to. <laughs> it's always one of those things. It's it's not that you can't do it. You just have to figure out a different spin on it. Yeah, it's it's definitely like I I every year I'm like I have to do this. I don't. I wasn't thinking about it enough. So I guess I'll just stick to my guns and just 
do the baseline. There you go. Never try for more, Cade. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really not selling myself great here, but we we do good stuff, I promise. Uh, You can find Cade's website, gamezone.com.eh? Yeah. Now. Yeah. So, well, Kate, hey, man, I appreciate you coming on uh, today. Uh, GameZone.com. Actually, it is a really nice website. A lot of good stuff on there. Thank you. And uh, you know your stuff. We like you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm always happy to come on. I like talking about video games. I got to get you on with Justin is who I need to get you on with. Yeah. I'm yeah. totally down. He, uh, because my whole basis of video game is just blizzard and uh you know world of warcraft he's the one who yes. actually plays video games <laughs> but i you know what i went this whole time without saying anything about red dead so hey that's my favorite game ever made so you want to go and talk red dead with i'll i'll go red dead for like six hours with you i could do a no whole lie. show on red dead right now yeah so yeah that's that's a great game man all right Kate, thank you so much bud yeah, of course. All right, Kate Onder from GameZone.com. We'll have links to their social media and website uh, at the bottom of the page. This has been another Side Jobs edition of 151. My name is Adam. Uh, don't forget to uh, like, follow, and share us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at 151theshow. And make sure you're subscribing on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, New to Spotify, new to TuneIn, and many, many others. Also, don't forget to hit that subscribe button on YouTube as well. For all of this information, just head over to 151theshow.com or thisstationswebsite.com. That's it for us. Have a great day.